0: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave, glad to be with you. Um, If someone's out there, no one's there watching at this point, but we're glad to be here with you. Uh, When you come on, let me start uh, CastBox over here. We're starting CastBox, forgot to do that good afternoon to everyone on Facebook YouTube LinkedIn and also castbox we're glad to be here with you this morning if you have any questions please feel free to uh, uh, put them in the chat box and we will be happy to answer them if you would be so kind uh, share this broadcast with your friends so they can have an opportunity to uh, watch as well get their questions answered and participate along with us so just give us a share uh, if you can hear me I'm using a new microphone today let's see we got a couple comments here all right and it looks like uh, everybody's there good afternoon michelle uh, brandy's with us rianne is with us aaron's with us this morning good morning or good afternoon here it is noon uh so i presume Give someone give me a thumbs up or a yes, if you can make sure you can hear me. I am using a new microphone that I'm hoping will help us on the phone calls as they uh, come in and we'd um, appreciate that. So also uh, last week, what we were doing is if you would, uh, when you call in, we were giving away a set of uh, coil wrap, coil covers um, and we're going to do that again today. So if you call in and talk with me and ask a question, Aaron can hear me. So that's a good thing. Um, and it's. Hello. Sounds great. Okay, Bridget, thank you so much. So if you'd like to give me a call, please do that. It's at uh, 502-599-9722. Send me a text and I will phone you back. And then we'll be able to have a conversation and get your questions answered uh, at that point in time uh, to get you all the information you want to know, whether it's about machines, whether it's about training, uh, what's going on with the FDA, what's going on in a a lot of different areas that you might want to talk about. Just uh, give me a text. We'll talk back and uh, have some good time, good conversation. There were a couple of things that I was looking at the folks were talking about. Uh, one of the uh, practitioners was going to treat a person with four pelvic fractures. He's had surgery and has plates and screws. Any advice would be great. Well, uh, a lot of the advice was uh, start uh, start low, be comfortable, and uh, be persistent. And uh, typically, we don't have any issues when uh, someone has screws uh, and those types of things in the body, but you want to treat them uh, easily first to make sure they're comfortable, uh, to make sure there are no issues uh, related to it. But typically, again, there are no issues or we've had no issues when it comes to uh, plate screws, rods, and uh, various other uh, situations. So just um, as, the, as the experience that was given, uh, again, uh, start low, go slow, be patient, and uh, everything should work and provide Uh, the good results that the uh, client may be looking for. Um, Client would like to have her knee problem, knee treated, And the problem is it's bone on bone. Any good advice? Well, that's always a tough one when we're dealing with basically bone and bone. uh, If they're not, depending if they're taking any medication to give them lubrication, I would recommend that they use something, an oral hyaluronic acid that they would take to help boost the synovial fluid in their system. And then when we treat the area, we can better enhance uh, that activity in the joint. Uh, when, even when they're bone on bone, the challenge is, as you treat them, uh, it's going to still remain bone on bone, again, unless they have an injection uh, or they take some type of supplement to improve their, supple- their synovial fluid. However, if they are in pain, the pain is inflammation. So you treat them and you can relieve the inflammation and they'll have some relief depending on how long. I mean, if if they have an issue with, if it's a weight issue as well as a problem, then certainly uh, that's an issue. If, if it's not, it, what I mean is the weight a person's weight can add additional stress uh, but if they're you know but you just need to look at all of those types of things but if you can relieve the pain it could last for days uh, in terms of relief it could be that it only is relieved for a day and you need to continue to do treatments the more treatments you do the more you'll get the inflammation out of the tendon and the cartilage in the in in the area but I would certainly recommend in that type of situation that they um, take some type of supplementation in order to Improve the fluidity, uh, the synovial fluid in their joint, uh, in their joint areas. Uh, I had a client this weekend. The mayor has a knee chip uh, injected three weeks ago, and stated that it's not working. Um, that's a challenge because you can again. It's kind of like the bone on the bone in the knee. If you go treat it, you can reduce the inflammation, you can relieve some of the pain, but the chip's going to remain, and as soon as you stop, it's going to start. Providing the the discomfort uh, that comes along with that, it's much like a spur that someone may have on their heel or their foot. You can make it better, you can you can relieve some of the the pain, but as soon as you stop and they begin to walk, they're going to be on that spur and bingo, it's going to try to kind of try to return. So that's the same thing with the chip. Uh, in the knee uh, sometimes it works great you get rid of the inflammation the chips in their location that it doesn't cause a lot of problems or it takes a, t- a while for the problem to develop just by, by, by virtue of its placement there's a call coming in which you get to here in just a minute and uh, have, a, have a conversation but so you need to check that and and uh, as Aaron pointed out uh, in that type of situation sometimes it works wonderfully and and uh, the problem is is resolved for a period of time sometimes because of the local of the chip and the animal begins to work again, the problem returns immediately. Uh, since they've been injected on this particular type situation, the sooner you could begin treating because the injection will take care of some of the inflammation, get some relief to the area, and then the quicker you can treat, the more you can keep that uh, inflammation at bay and hopefully have a comfortable situation that can be dealt with until the chip's either removed or you get it to a situation that it's workable. Okay. Uh, we did get the uh, call. Let's go back and uh, have a look there. Oh my, they're quite a um, um, quite a long question here. Let's see what we got. Let's come over here and uh, go to the voice call. So hopefully, with the new microphone, you'll be able to hear them a little better. Hello. Yes ma'am.
1: So I recently worked on a local equine veterinarian and she has severe back pain and back trauma from prior injuries. Um, so I didn't really work directly on that area because she couldn't tolerate it. I worked on the rest of her body. Um, and then later I found out she talked to one of her friends and she said it caused her severe pain and she felt like it undid her surgeries. Um, I haven't reached back out to her since solely because I don't know really how to come about it and explain it to where there is a decent outcome or for her to be willing to try a few sessions to see how it could really benefit her.
0: So you did not treat the area specifically? no you treated no
1: we we tried to but even on the lowest setting with the pulse pro and the large loop she could not handle it
0: probably the first thing is probably the large loop was stimulating a large area of tissue which which in in many cases can make it tougher to deal with in in those type situations if you would use a smaller loop the butterfly or the paddle uh, you're, you're not going to stimulate as much tissue around the area. So you're able to get the energy into the area comfortably. Um, by treating away from the area that someone would, it, it, I, I can't imagine, I don't know what kind of surgery they did. And uh, certainly as a veterinarian, uh, they she would understand what anatomically is going on with her and how to best uh, approach that potentially, whether whether it's hands-on or some type of, of device to be used. Um, so it, it's hard to say from that situation, but if you did not directly treat the area. Let's say you're it's low back and you treated the shoulders. What you're all you're going to do is improve the blood flow to the body and the blood oxygenation uh, to the body uh, of the person or animal and, and that improved oxygenation can help relieve pain. Now, you know, sometimes people get things done and they and they actually they feel a little better. So they do a little more and they shouldn't. And then all of a sudden what they were experiencing returns quickly you know what i mean uh, yeah. and, and so that could very well be the situation uh, as well to think that you treated um another area of the body and it made her uncomfortable is a tough one but every indication is is different i mean this could be a very severe situation that that this person is experiencing and they need you know to be um even more time uh to be consistent in what they're doing um and you treated her just once
1: yeah one time um and then i reached out to her a few days after to check in and she said that she was sore but like she was feeling okay um but then i heard from a friend you know that she had like a very negative connotation towards it after her experience so i'm wanting to reach back out to kind of try to clear up the air and you know get like the understanding behind
0: it. Yes. And, and probably a good way to do that. If you reach out to her would be to have a three-way call with myself or Elaine or someone who can talk with her and talk through uh, what she's experiencing and maybe come up with a way to, to have her go again. Mm -hmm. If, you know, it, it, if someone has in their mind an experience that they're not, totally content with. That's a tough situation to speak through. Yeah, uh, but, absolutely. If you, but if you talked with her and she was feeling okay at that point, and, and you, I would say, hey, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about what you experienced. Uh, let's bring Dr. Myers in and let Dr. Myers understand what, what she's dealing with. So then, you know, maybe we can give her some success at that point. We certainly have the resources to visit with her and to make sure that she's comfortable.
1: Okay, I will definitely reach out to her and try to get something set up with you guys because that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Let's do that. And uh, so that's a great question. Anything else? Um, Nope, that was it. Okay, well, have a great day. Thank you. You Send send an email to support at MagnaWave PMF, and we'll get you your attachment Mm covers. Sounds
1: good.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye good question and as we know we always want to have the the perfect result but it, it, just like every animal was different uh that sometimes is the situation that occurs and you you just have to number one uh be available to do uh multiples to understand what's going on and to and that's a conversation to have with the client going in and i should have asked her i don't know how long she treated uh the the veterinarian if it was a 15 minute let's see if we can Let's just ask her that question here. Someone uh, give me a shout out. Tell me how the sound is with the phone at this point, uh, please. Hello. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question, uh, if I may. How long did you treat?
1: Um, We did a 45-minute session.
0: 45-minute session and the, the, and, uh, the problems in the low back, I presume and you treated the upper back did you do the hips or anything like that or just all um
1: so mostly like mid to upper back shoulder area um we did try to have her lean back on it but it wasn't directly in her lower back area because she couldn't tolerate it when we did try that Mm -hmm. um she did try to sit on it at the lowest setting and she jumped up like it was just too much for her um so then i was like okay we'll just focus on the other areas we won't treat it directly it's probably just too much going on yeah um so we continued the treatment um not on that area
0: okay all right well let's so let's pursue down the, the road that we were discussing but i just wanted to get how long you were uh talking with her
1: yeah absolutely or treating sounds you. good
0: okay thank you bye-bye thank you bye-bye mm-hmm okay so there were some uh, good questions and uh and the treatment time you know uh, 45 minutes is fine doing multiple areas uh, of the body and so that's that's okay and it, and they did not treat the area as itself so there you go any other questions uh put them oh here we go um let's see here let me come up here make sure there's nothing else okay here we go What would cause a horse to have colic-like symptoms during a session? Worked on a gelding last Friday, my second time working on him, and he got agitated within 10 minutes and 15 minutes. He laid down on me. When he got back up, his tummy saw super sucked up and tender. I stopped working and spent 20 minutes walking him out till his tummy relaxed. I gave him electrolytes. Would you treat this horse again? Well, obviously, uh, as we've discussed, <clears throat> every animal is different and quite often what can happen when you go to, to treat an animal, if something is going on, it's conceivable that you can bring it to the surface, uh, more rapidly than maybe it would come normally. So in other words, the same situation could have occurred in a couple of days, but you're treating it, kind of brought it to the surface. Uh, There's no reason for the device to cause a colic type of situation, uh, unless there was something there, going on and and you helped it surface if you will which a lot of times people want that to happen it's hard to figure you don't want to treat a horse and all of a sudden hmm what's going on here but in in the other side of the coin is if you got something that's going to show up sometimes it's best to get it to show up and to be there and to treat it and to go to go forward uh giving him electrolytes making sure um what's going on is good. Would I treat the horse again? Uh, certainly I would have no qualms about having another look or treating a horse again. I don't know what you were doing um, with him what you were what your goal was in the particular treatment and what you and how you performed the treatment as far as where you were treating that would be a good one brandy to uh, to discuss and uh, but I, I certainly would would take a look at it let's see you treated. Started within ten minutes, fifteen minutes, he laid down on me. Um, I would, if I go back and when you go back and treat again, I would do a short treatment and I would treat away from that area. I would say, let's do the shoulders and the neck and and see how the how the horse uh, responds and that he's comfortable and that he's going to be accepting of the treatment before you go into, into the other areas. But if if for sure you had that situation and the same thing occurred, uh, I think it would be necessary that they contact their veterinarian and to explain what's going on and see uh, what is there. We, as we know, when we do this, this sh- shows us the muscle the muscle contractions show us where the sensitivity is in the body. Well, if it's something that is not muscular and is in nature and it's somewhere else in your treating and it's causing this to, to, vibrate on the inside, if you will, and the discomfort is there, then that's telling you that there's something going on. And what I've always done, if I treat an animal and he's not any better tomorrow, uh, and then I treat him again and he's still not better, and I treat him maybe a third time and he's still not any better, then I sit back and really realize that there's something else going on, something that I can't be dealing with, and it's a good time to bring a professional, the veterinarian, into the conversation uh, to make sure that everything is okay. And that could be a conversation to have. There could be some issue that the horse was ex- about to experience some colic and you kind of move things around and got it going and and now it it uh, is better. And so you need to um, take a look at all of those situations when you have uh, a question like that and have a look at it. Um, Sandra Snell points out type 2 collagen can be helpful for bone uh, issues that's correct and the the PEMF is beneficial to help the body produce collagen and to and to maintain what's there so that's a perfect uh, perfect sharing there thank you Sandra any other questions uh, put them in the chat box and we'll take a look at it okay Um, first time Kate Myers treated my api he gave us colic symptoms super agitated we turned him out laid down tooted for about 30 seconds straight after that i put him on some gut supplements and he's been fine with magnawave since so that applies to the question that we just had so if they got something going on and it you're going to kind of bring it to the surface then here's the here's the the uh, the position to take they uh, walked him relaxed him started him on some uh, supplements and now he's he's been good so uh, the fact that you're seeing something is not bad that you're seeing it. It just gives you an indication as to uh, some conversation with your veterinarian or some situations that you can take a look at to homeopathically uh, keep your animals comfortable. Good. Kelly, thank you for, for sharing that information with us. Uh, several people with us this morning. We're thankful for that. If you have a question, put it in the chat box, whether that's on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, we'll be happy to... Uh, to uh, have a look at it and answer your questions. If, if not, we'll stay and we'll visit. I do wanna tell you, there's something that's kind of uh, interesting coming up. Let me come over here uh, to the brand and uh, bring this up. Uh, the Spirit of Animal Healing, Dr. Marty's new book uh, is coming out in February. However, you can pre-order now and uh, purchase the book at, which will help him reach uh, best-selling status but it's going to be a great book. There's a whole section in the book uh, where doctor where Dr. Marty and I visit a little bit and I'm uh, a contributor to his book. I'm not a contributing author but contributing some information and uh, he's got a whole chapter. Uh, in the book, dealing with PEMF and how he uses it and what he does. So it's coming in February. Uh, I know that seems like a long way off, but it is available on Amazon to... to purchase and uh, you, you can do that and um, have a look at it at that point. So it's The Spirit of Animal Healing. It's his second uh, edition. His first book has been a bestseller in Amazon for the last 10 years and so he's updated all of this content and, and bringing it in. So we're excited to be a part of it and <clears throat> we're excited that he's dedicated a whole chapter to PEMF. So have a look, The Spirit of Animal Healing uh, on Amazon if you'd like to pre-order. Great. Uh, if not, just take a look at what's going to be there and you'll know that it's going to be available to you uh come february in um in uh, paper or uh electronic editions as well so that's uh, pretty exciting that that is happening so we're really uh marty's a marty's a hoot we always enjoy visiting and having some good, good conversations. Also uh, what I'm doing is I've been working on the biohacking wellness uh, channel that's on Roku and fire TV. There will be apps available for app iPhones and Android devices to have the uh, um, biohacking wellness uh, app on your phone so you can uh, see the videos that'll be there. We're going to be adding a lot of our office hour videos so you can watch on your regular TV at home or however you choose to do that. But it is on Roku. We're loading up videos now and going to start loading. There'll be several different categories, large animal, small animal, uh, brain health, uh, all kinds of things that we'll be addressing. I'll be interviewing uh, various people. Uh, My next book, Uh, That's coming out. I got two books uh, coming out in the next month, um, interestingly enough, but the one uh, wake up uh, miracles uh, is dealing with about 30 different doctors and five other folks, uh, people that are not doctors, but miracles that they've experienced. Uh, What people consider to be miracles through their various modalities and methods and and what they do. And so I'll be interviewing those folks uh, and that'll be available on the uh, biohacking wellness channel. So check that out when it's uh, when it's available on Roku and Fire TV and soon to be Apple TV. Uh, So we're excited about that to uh, to have the biohacking wellness TV channel uh, up and running. So if you got some ideas, a program you'd like to see, uh, we'll get to work and uh, put that together. So that is in the works and it is coming. Uh, Second book I have coming out is with uh, Jack Canfield. And it's uh, pillars of success. And so it's a compendium where he talks with uh, several different people about what they did, how they built their business, uh, where their success came from. And so it'll be good read. And I think you'll enjoy that. And there's a lot of great stories in the book that people as individuals can read and learn from and gain ideas and see how you can use uh, many of the same types of tactics to better build your business and to help you stay and remain successful. So Uh, Wake Up uh, Miracles is uh, coming out in the next 20 days or so. It'll be available on Amazon as well. And then uh, my book with uh, Jack Canfield will be launching on August the 14th. And so we're excited about that. We'll let you know when that's coming up so you can uh, get with that and it'll be a way for you to have a read of my chapter and uh, maybe be desiring to read some of the other chapters as well. So that's what's happening uh, there. Um, We're excited about that. So two of those things happening, Dr. Marty's book, our books, and a lot of good things. Of course, Elaine's got her webinars coming along. So let's see if there's any other questions here, comments. Let's see what we have. Uh, Here we go, Dr. Marty's book, there it is. Um, Terry Joe, thanks for being here. Joanne, nice you're with us, thank you so much. So any other questions, put them in the chat box and I'd be happy to have a look or if you'd like to send me a text uh, for some uh, uh, attachment covers. It's 502-599-9722. We can have a discussion about whatever it is you might like to talk about with regard to PMF therapy, uh, the biohacking wellness channel, whatever it may be. Uh, We're going to cover a lot of that information uh, as we go go forward so i don't see any other questions uh at this time let's have a look here and make sure before we get uh a lot of folks with us we're glad of that and we certainly always enjoy being here to uh answer your questions uh there's a lot several folks with us this morning on castbox and we're glad you folks are with us as well um and that's always uh, interesting good situation to have you with us on Castbox. all right i don't see any other questions and i've given you some updated information on what's going on um let me give you a couple more minutes here to see if someone does have a question let me jump over here to <clears throat> to this page and see if there's any other questions here that maybe i can deal with I had a question where a clients looking to purchase a SEMI machine, they'll be uh, competing in FEI. Someone asked the question, is, are the SEMI models uh, FEI compatible? The, all the SEMI models uh, based on depending what, at, what attachments you're using, uh, fall within the FEI compliance level of Gauss that they allow. Um, someone, Rose asked the question. I have a Julian is also FEI compliant. Well, it depends. Uh, the Julian is a more powerful device, and uh, but various veterinarians in the FEI are allowing folks with more powerful devices. Uh, to use them. And it's it's really up to the veterinarian doing it and the amount of gauss that's delivered. And so it's possible to use the, for example, to use the julian with the large wave wings, and you're not going to produce uh, over a thousand gauss uh, with the large wave wings, utilizing it with the julian. So in theory, uh, if it doesn't produce more than a thousand gauss uh, at the del- point of delivery, then it's FEI compliant that's what they've done and that's how they have done it uh, for the last couple of years and uh, so most certainly the the semis uh, the soul uh, all fit that type of uh, that type of situation so we do have a question here um, individual let me so let me bring up the number here make a call
2: uh, good morning Pat
0: good morning how are you
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Great. You have a question.
2: I do. Um I have an individual who um, had a brain stem injury twenty years ago. Um, he has dystonia of, in the in his foot. Um, I don't know if are you familiar with that at all? No. So of my of my research, via the internet that would be a neurological disorder that affects um our our motor skills and therefore he's basically not got good movement in the foot not able to pick it up lift it and walk correctly all right i understand um his his uh his caretaker which is his mother i say caretaker i mean he's he's functional but she she's concerned and cares for him and so She's concerned that treatment will trigger um, his seizures. He he has been having um, infrequent seizures, just randomly, occasionally, and but she wants to try to see if PMF can help his uh, dystonia in his foot. So I, I guess my question to you is: is has there been um, increases in seizures with folks that? Have used it. I mean, of my research looking at epilepsy, I've seen folks post about epilepsy, and it's helped with that. But that's more of a congenital issue, not a, um, I guess, congenital uh, hereditary. I'm I'm not sure if I just stay focused on the foot, if that's going to give him any benefit when it's a neurological issue.
0: Well, you know you. A lot of, a lot of doctors, a lot of people have talked and that it, that it eases seizures. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but you know, every, again, everyone is different and you know, a, a certainly a test uh, could be done to see how he reacts. A very short treatment time, uh, just a few minutes uh, on his shoulders and head, if you will, place the coil on his shoulder or his back. So, <clears throat> to be able to treat his nerves and his back and then the, the his brain area easily um, w- would be one way to approach that to see. I would think treating his foot, um, you know, they talk about um, uh, reflexology and if, to treat the brain through foot massage. So if you treated his feet and, because and, we do, when people have headaches, we treat the head, we also treat the feet and and that helps to relieve that so to totally think well I'm doing the foot I'm not getting to the head that's not the case and and quite often if you're treating the feet and you're improving the blood flow through the feet and the oxygenation where is it going eventually to the head so you're going to give good blood and and movement there so that would be one way as you stated to begin treat the feet only to mm-hmm. see if he gets some relief, to, to see how he does, that maybe, you know, uh, that, he, that he doesn't have additional seizures or everything is comfortable. And certainly, you know, the doc needs to be at some point um, involved. So they're comfortable with what's going on, but they're probably going, they would probably say the same thing. Well, let's see how it does. Let's see if he gets some better movement there. Let's see, you know, what happens and maybe he will not have additional seizures as a result. So uh, that would be a a way to go. Uh, Again, if you treat it, if you don't want to treat the head Uh, Then to treat the upper back and the lung area, again, you are helping blood flow and blood oxygenation that's going to go to the head and the brain and nourish uh, that area with good oxygen, which could be beneficial to the situation. We can't say that, you know, we're not doctors. All we do is help the body feel better to better heal itself. But if we can do that and, and he's comfortable and the blood flow is good, can that be beneficial to many different conditions and issues? Yes. And uh, so that would be a way to look at it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well,
2: I appreciate that. And that, I mean, that Majority of that was my thought. His his mother was just super concerned. Well, you know, I don't want it to trigger more seizures. And I said, Well, <laughs> I can't answer whether yeah, that will happen or not.
0: Exactly. But really, to start um, on the feet and legs would would not be a bad idea. Okay. And, right. And and, in, and very comfortable and uh, accepting the again the the uh, reflexology aspect. You're going to nourish the body by treating the feet.
2: Okay, right, and so I guess if anyone, if everyone that is listening, if anybody else has any dystonia um, or any uh, of their own experiences with something like this, I would, be, I would love to see what they have to say as well.
0: Yep, that'd be um, great. And, and so, that'd be perfect.
2: All right, Pat, well, I appreciate your help, and um, I will share my experience okay. um, when we have it.
0: <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Please do send an email to support at PMF and get some uh, attachment covers
2: yes ma'am oh yes sir
0: thank you okay. Appreciate okay uh-huh mm-hmm. bye-bye Bye. great question <clears throat> excuse me great question and certainly the kind of things that we always want to approach it's it's very important to have a good dissertation good conversation with your doctor explaining what's going on. <clears throat> explaining what's going on boy the allergies are crazy but uh what's going on i'll be perfect at 5 36 o'clock um because it's evening. But at any rate, uh, good question, conversation with a doctor, but always it's good to have this conversation to see where's a good place to begin, what's a good way to approach this to maybe certainly keep the client uh, comfortable and in a helpful type of situation. So their question is, Tanya asked the question, are there certain types of pacemakers that people have that we can work on them? Some of the newer pacemakers, uh, doctors have said, as long as you're a foot away uh, from the pacemaker meaning if the pacemaker's up here could you treat their hips and low back and legs uh, most certainly we'll do they don't necessarily want you up around the pacemaker uh, itself um, got a call coming in there from from gabe uh, but uh so that would be uh, one way to uh approach that uh, but some of the older pacemakers uh, we've had people that have gotten clearance from their doctors the biggest challenge is they don't want it you don't want it to run down the battery or what however it's powered and so that's the fear. You, you, you're not going to set it off uh, or anything like that. And you're not going to interfere typically with what it does, but they tell you to be a, away from things. Uh, you know, all the literature talks about not having your laying your coils on top of your computer and turning them on high. Uh, that's not good uh, for the computer. So typically in those types of situations, they say stay away. But some of the newer pacemakers doctors have said, and, and they're, I forget they're called dual pull or whatever that they, they uh, are safer uh, to be around and as to so they don't get run down uh, by virtue of the PEMF being around. So if someone has a pacemaker, ask them to consult their doctor. Uh, if it's a newer pacemaker, most of them fit this type of criteria. Uh, it's the older pacemakers that, you know, they watch them when they go through the aircraft uh, when you fly, uh, when, which we're not doing much right now. But when you fly, you go through the uh, uh Various instruments, you have the same type situation as they do x-rays and so forth uh, at the airport. They want to be uh, cognizant of that. So it's a good thing to check with the doc. Any other questions, uh, please put them in the chat box and I'd be happy to have a look at them and uh, provide the answers that you might be looking for with regard to uh, equipment, training, um, examples, So on and so forth. I want to be able to be transparent, answer all your questions and uh, help you out as best we can um, as we do that. And again, Dr. Marty's got his new book. Go see that on Amazon. You can search Dr. Marty and you'll see it and it is available for pre-purchase at this point in time. Okay. let's see. Any other questions? Folks on CastBox, thank you for being with me over there. Uh, how about, Shogun asked the question, how about serious back injuries? Well, Shogun, uh, it's a type of situation that, y- you know, what what we do is improve the the blood oxygenation and the blood flow in the body so the body can better heal itself. Do people have good results and, and have, are comfortable uh, after these types of treatments? Yes. Uh, so it just depends on the the. Well, it, it depends how long it's been there, uh, the severity of what's going on. But in, in many cases, uh, we've seen improvements. Now, are you going to see a total uh, long-term improvement? That depends on, on what the injury is. But if you've got pain in your back from injuries, it's because of inflammation. And you know, you need to be able to deal with that and help it out. But we have seen good results, uh, Shogun, for those types of situations where you do have inflammation and pain to give the person some relief and to be able to be more comfortable. Uh, kind of going back to the question, and thank you for the question, Shogun. Going back to the question we were talking about earlier when the on a caller uh, with The person who has serious back pain, a lot of injuries, and uh, they were uncomfortable with what's going on. Sometimes you also add to that that if someone is detoxifying, if they're very toxic and it may be uncomfortable for them to be around uh, a a treatment until their toxicity is improved, because the device will serve to detoxify. And, you know, thinking back on that, um, if you have a situation where someone was very toxic and you treated them for 45 minutes to an hour, that may be a little long. First treatment out of the box to maybe treat just 10 minutes and then see how things go, then come back the next time and treat 15 minutes. So that would be a way that I would potentially uh, approach that and uh, always, as I say, kind of sneak up on it and uh, slowly begin to treat and and see how that goes and then build up to more time. So if you have one out of 100 people are very un comfortable, um, I've kind of learned that over the years, are uncomfortable because of their their, their toxicity in their body. Other people are just, you know, they get uncomfortable when there are microwaves going on or when they're outside and there's high voltage wires, you know, those big towers that the big high-powered wires run on. Some people are not comfortable because of the, the EMF that comes off of those types of situations. So you have all of that that you deal with as well when you're talking about initially treating someone. But as we kind of talk through this today, that would be the way to approach it. The same thing to Shogun with someone with serious back injuries. You want to treat very gently at first. Put it on, treat for five, six minutes at a very comfortable setting or treat an area around it. And again, the size of the attachment is important. The larger attachments stimulate more tissue, which could be if someone's got pain, that could be a little bit too much stimulation. So a smaller, uh, the butterfly loop or the paddle or something like that, where we're stimulating less area of tissue, you can... Get the energy in comfortably and approach it from that type of situation. So let's see. uh, Are there certain types of pacemakers? Tanya asked the question, is there a trade up program on machines? Uh, Tanya, that would be a question to, uh, talk with the office about, uh, certainly we want people to have the devices that they want. And if you purchased one device and you want to move on to something else, I'm sure there are ways that we can do uh, trade ups or trade ins, and, and to, uh, work with you. I'd call the office and ask for Cameron and, are uh, or your sales rep. If you had a sales specialist that you dealt with, contact them, uh, talk to them about what your thoughts may be, and they can, uh, give you some solutions that'll help you and, uh, get you uh, would like to know and do as far as uh, the needs that you have with your equipment okay let's see any other questions I'd be happy to answer them Dr. Marty's link is in there what's this question oh yeah okay that was already already approached that <clears throat> so um, any other questions uh, please post them in the chat box and I'd be happy to get to them and address them and good. Um, Framed up there a little bit. I'm glad the microphone is working out this morning. The new microphone to help the uh, the sound and to maybe pick up the uh, phone a little better. There's Elaine trying to come in. They're forgetting that I'm on the. Uh, uh, let's see what. Let's see what. Uh, let's see what a little Elaine wants. Uh, let's see here. So now you're on speakerphone on office hours, Elaine.
1: Oh hi everybody.
0: <laughs> so what? I
1: forgot- today. Yeah. So what's up? Oh, nothing. I was just gonna go over some a couple uh, a couple of things with the machines, but you you get back to office hours.
0: Okay, I'll go back to office hours and then uh, we'll okay. talk we'll talk in a little bit, but there's Elaine talking to us. And... Hi everybody. <laughs> Hi everybody.
1: If somebody has a question.
0: There you go. I'll okay. T- I love you. See you. Okay. Bye. Okay. So uh that was a surprise that probably uh obviously caught her a little bit <laughs> off guard always want to uh, to do that let's see here's a question i recently did a session on a horse that shown stress in the back near spine i was treating with a large loop and every time i went over that one spot on the back the skin muscle would raise up or suck down depending on what side i treated uh from the horse and would turn and look at it uh, side i treated from harsh internal have you had experience with this suggestions on treating excuse me well let's look here let me do over this um skin and muscle would raise up or suck down well certainly you'll you'll have that situation and and again it's a muscular type of thing and you're going over it and they're feeling it and it may be trying to release uh it may be, you know, if it's it's very tight. I've told the story a number of times where I treated a racehorse with a with a bad problem in the hip and we couldn't find it, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. But when we did find it, uh it was just the, the, it just pulsed so hard, but it really got to the horse, and it was a Charlie horse. That was a very deep Charlie horse. And every time the horse would leave to go to the track, his stress was would cause it to come in. So when you're treating and you get a certain spot on an animal like that and you get a sucking of the, of the muscle or raising up or it's pulsing, if you will, it's working to release. Obviously, there's something there uh, stress-wise. Now, it could be referred. You know, you the story I always tell you wear the wrong shoes to the state fair and you get back and your back's killing you. So it could be referred from another area. So you want to kind of think about where you're treating and what you're treating. And depending where it's at, could it be coming from the shoulders or the hip? So you've just got the whole areas to kind of look at. But I would <clears throat> I would work that area and and um, again uh, start it out and treat it for a period of time and see how it does also need to check sometimes when they have those types of things and they continue when you stop and people have always asked that question i'm treating this horse and i'm getting a little palpitation and i stop and it continues he continues to have this thing well that's you know he's trying to tell you there's something going on there maybe they need supplementation uh electrolytes that type of thing but this is a situation that you as you moved over the horse that's where you got it and time. Time you went, went there it was there so uh, i would just continue that to help Maybe get it released. Maybe you're gonna want to look at the whole area that it's that you're treating. Could it be a referred type of situation? If it were to continue, we've had this conversation, but if you treated the horse three more times that every time you got to that point, that spot, it did the same thing and would not relieve or would not get any better down the road, that's a question for a veterinarian. Could there be a pinch? Could there be something there that when you get to that area, you're it, it's showing you what's going on but it doesn't it doesn't resolve then you want to talk with the veterinarian and get the resolve uh, that you are looking for in those types of situations hope that's helped and uh, certainly want to you know give you the answers that you're looking for so um, just a few more minutes here if you have any other questions uh, put them up I'd be happy to answer them and uh, if not we'll move on and you can get about your day I do have another appointment that I need to go to in a few minutes so we're going to need to do that as well so again if you have a question simply put it up there and i'd be happy to have a look at it and and visit we'll be back next week uh certainly to answer more questions if you have something that you would like for me to talk about in depth uh please send an email to pat at magnawavepemf.com and um i'll be happy to get into it a little deeper and and uh, get you the answers that you're looking for uh let's see after a session what determines the length Of benefit the cells have from the session? Well, that's a good question. And typically they talk about if you've, that that the results of the session can can last for, in theory, a few days Um, because it's going to take a while. Just look at it uh, from the standpoint of making the blood flow better letting the body better oxygenate itself because you're opening up the, you're allowing the blood to take on the blood cells to take on more oxygen and so forth that doesn't just dissipate in an hour That in, and as it does its good to the body it can last for a period of time we often say 24-48 hours and, and so even longer if you do more treatments then the results you're looking for can last longer of course I've talked about my wife with her with her back it took us a few months of treatments to get her to where she had three to four weeks of relief from one or two treatments. And so the same thing will happen there. But as a rule, uh, Sandy, if you're if you're talking about it, uh, the, the body's going to benefit for, for hours, uh, 24 to 48 hours after a treatment because you've, you've allowed it to be in a more healthier state. And uh, it, you've worked with detoxification, you've worked with the blood oxygenation, the blood flow and all that's going to be beneficial to the body. For uh, a period of time, and uh, so that's that's how I would would look at it from that perspective. Great questions, Andy. Thank you for for asking. Uh, anyone else? I'm here to answer your questions. It looks like we're kind of slowing down at this point, so. Uh, I want to thank you uh, for being with me today. Uh, great questions and uh, some hard questions, actually, and, and uh, to provide the the answers that you're looking for. So, again, I want to uh, thank you for being with me. Uh, I look forward to visiting with you again next week. Uh, so if you have any questions, you can certainly call the office, talk with your sales professional or your sales product specialist, and they'd be happy to help you with any questions that you may have also. OK, uh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Have a great week. Bye-bye.